0: This is Net News Network Headline News for Monday, May 2nd, 2022. And Mr. Bill Gates wants a global surveillance pact with WHO to forestall even more fatal coronavirus variants. Begin preparing now for the appearance of even more fatal variants of coronavirus in the future. That's the advice from billionaire globalist Bill Gates who warned Sunday that international health surveillance driven by increased funding for the World Health Organization is one way to forestall pandemic outbreaks. The Microsoft founder said he did not want to sound doom and gloom but warned there was a risk an even more transmissive and even more fatal variant could be generated. He told the Financial Times in an interview the risk of that happening is way above 5% and would mean the world has yet to see the worst of the pandemic if his predictions are indeed correct. Gates cautioned that while the war in Ukraine dominates the international agenda, global leaders should not lose sight of the health crisis even as he flies around the world relentlessly lecturing about climate issues. He acknowledged there were questions over whether an international consensus would be reached to increase funding for WHO at its base in Geneva, Switzerland. That said, he also believed the WHO, who was the only body that could build and manage the top-notch germ team, for which the running costs, he estimated, would be around $1 billion a year. Gates, whose book, How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, is published on Tuesday, expressed his hope the United Kingdom would not further reduce its contribution to foreign aid funding. Does that remind you of somebody else who ran around promoting a book and preaching the end of the world? Does Al Gore ring a bell? His world-ending climate book that he had to run around screaming that we all had to have carbon credits and have these green new deals put into effect. I bet he sold a lot of books, though. The FDA said it plans to convene its outside panel of vaccine experts, quote-unquote, on June 8th, 21st, and 22nd to review applications from Moderna and Pfizer for child vaccines. This is for children under the age of 5. The dates are not final, and the FDA said it will provide more details as each company completes its application. Currently, only children ages five or older can be vaccinated in the U.S. with Pfizer's vaccine, leaving 18 million younger tots unprotected, 18 million other little paydays unvaccinated. The advisory group will also convene June 28th to discuss whether the current U.S. COVID-19 vaccine should be updated to better target coronavirus variants. Yes, we need more shots. Elected members of the European Union's Parliament have warned that the bloc could be heading towards federal super-statehood, such as the former Soviet Union, thanks to recent recommendations made by the so-called Conference on the Future of Europe. These include eliminating remaining national vetoes over controversial EU-level policies, ending the need for unanimous decisions in some sensitive areas, and the establishment of a joint military, turning the European Union into something even more closely resembling the United States of America than an alliance of independent nations. Dr. Gunnar Beck, MEP for Alternative for Germany, and Christian Teres, a member of the Christian Democratic National Peasants Party, both warned Breitbart News of the potentially dire ramifications of the working group's suggestions as well as the less-than-democratic nature of the conference as a whole. According to Dr. Beck, who sits with the Identity and Democracy Group in the European Parliament, many of the conference's proposals on the likes of taxation, defense, and migration represent a serious threat to the sovereignty of the EU's individual member states, with potentially devastating consequences, even if if even only some of the suggested measures come into force it's just what we need is another soviet union in europe the supreme court ruled unanimously that a program of the city of boston that allows outside groups to fly flags at city hall must permit the flying of a flag with a cross that a camp referred to as a christian flag The question before the court was whether flying the flag as part of a government program was considered government speech if the flag belonged to a private organization, in this case, Camp Constitution. The Supreme Court ruled that it is not. Justice Stephen Breyer noted that the city employee who fields flag applications testified that before Camp Constitution's application, he had never even asked to see a flag before granting approval or even before they were raised. The city's practice was to approve flag raisings without exception, Breyer wrote. Upon concluding that the flag program was not government speech, Breyer next turned to the question of whether denying the application was viewpoint discrimination that violated the First Amendment. In a brief analysis, the court ruled that it was. Of course, government people would want to deny a Christian flag Discrimination is okay when the government deems it so. A public elementary school in Washington, D.C. gave children as young as four a lesson on anti-racism that asked them to identify racist members of their family. According to a November 30th letter from Janney Elementary School Principal Danielle C., students in pre-K through third grade participated in an anti-racism fight club presentation by Speaker Doyen Richards. Richard's anti-racism fight club fist book for kids explains that white people are a part of a society that benefits them in almost every instance And and that it's as if white people walk around with an invisible force field because they hold all the power in America. If you are a white person, white privilege is something you were born with and it simply means that your life is not more difficult due to the color of your skin. The Fist Book for Kids explains, put differently, it's not your fault for having white privilege, but it is your fault if you choose to ignore it. The Fist Book for Kids says anti-racism isn't a spectator sport, but requires being loud, and comfortable, confrontational, and visible to ensure change is made. A series of questions in the book asks children, where do you see racism in yourself? This requires true soul searching. Be real with yourself. Don't feel guilt, shame, and own it. It's the first step in becoming an anti-racist. Racist. Under a section titled How to Deal with Racism from Loved Ones, the book teaches children that just because someone is older than you doesn't mean they're right all the time. Someone doesn't believe that people should be treated equally based on the color of their skin... Then they are the problem. Parents need to stop making excuses for that behavior if they truly believe in anti-racism. The book says, who in your family has racist beliefs? Do you think you can change their ways? What is your strategy for dealing with them? After the presentation, the school sent parents a resource link directing them to Richard's original book, Anti-Racism Fight Club Fist Book for Adults, which declares that racism is as American as apple pie and baseball. It also says if you hate Colin Kaepernick, then you would hate Martin Luther King if he was alive today. The original Fist book also claims that if the police don't murder citizens without penalty, then the riots looting don't happen. I don't deny at all that racism exists, but are all white people racist? Absolutely not. Is it as American as apple pie? Absolutely not. A Florida mother is filing a lawsuit and issuing a stark warning to parents nationwide after her transgender child transitioned at school without her consent. Florida mom and mental health professor professional January, Little John and her attorney, Vernadette Broyles, discussed the lawsuit and why she is outraged over the incident. This is happening all over the nation, Little John warned on Fox and Friends First on Monday. The same protocol is in place in many, many schools across districts everywhere, and even the guides being used to dictate these transgender support plans that cut parents out even have the same language. According to Little John, her daughter who was 13 years old at the time expressed confusion over gender during the pandemic after a group of friends transitioned to the opposite sex. She eventually found out the school was working on a transgender support plan with her child but the school initially declined to allow her involvement given she was protected by a non-discrimination law. Eventually we did see the transgender support plan which was a six page document that they completed with my daughter that was 13 at the time behind closed doors where they asked her questions that would have absolutely impacted her safety, such as which restroom she preferred to use and which sex she preferred to room with on overnight field trips. This comes after Republican lawmakers sent a letter to Education Secretary Miguel Cardona after a 12-year-old girl in Florida reportedly attempted to commit suicide after undergoing secret gender transition talks with her school. There are lawsuits in Wisconsin, Maryland, Oregon, California. Broyles said this is a national agenda and parents need to recognize that they have the right to direct the upbringing, education, care, medical decisions, mental health decisions of their child. No kidding. This is not the place of the public school system. Schools need to get out of the mental health business and get into the educational business. Reading, math, English, the basics, science. Going forward, this country will never be able to compete with future countries' kids as adults. This has been Net News Network Headline News. For more, visit netnewsnetwork.net. Thanks for listening.